And now, live from Isolation Station in Burbank, California, it's the Plague Week 21 of the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes your guest. He's a comedian you might know as one of the birthday boys and is currently playing rock music for beer in the Sloppy Boys. It's Tim Kalpakis. And she's a comedian who wants you to remember Oil Before Cream. You might meet Joaquin. Cream Before Oil, your face will look like Danny Boyle. It's Jackie Johnson. Tone Zone is here to give you all a safe space in his sweaty, sweaty heart. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love van and say, where are you taking me? To your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with her good times never end. Allison Rosen, doing the wavy pants and pants again. Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. Hello, my little partridge berry pies. Welcome to another exciting episode. I stumbled over the word another, not going to restart, of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate, partridge berry pies, was sent in on Patreon. Patreon! By Allison Marsh. Now, I said to myself, partridge berry, just like the Marion berry, that must be made up. Neither are made up. Partridge berry, it's like a cross between a blueberry and a cranberry. And I did go down a dark hole and found a partridge berry uh, pie recipe by a woman named Marie Porter, who refers to herself as an evil cake overlord and all-around kitchen badass. She's amazing. I could go on about her. It turns out she was like a... Uh, she competed on MasterChef. So I thought I had discovered this like gothy Canadian baker woman, but the whole world has also discovered her. I might, I might return because... No, I'm just going to tell you right now. Her cookbooks are, and this is, it's like she's written for a sketch, More Than Poutine, which is her Canadian cookbook, and then Beyond Flour, which is her gluten-free cookbook. Anyway, enough of all that. Um, Patreon.com, you can, out slash Allison Rosen, you can uh, submit carbs, or you can watch this video, there's behind the scenes content, all sorts of fun stuff. I'd like to say hello to my guests. I'm very excited to say hello to the people in front of me. Jackie Johnson, Hello. I would love that gluten-free cookbook uh, because I love no gluten. Are you gluten-free or just sometimes? You just dabble. I dabble, but I'm telling you, if anybody out there has digestion problems, cut that gluten out, honey, and you will become very regular. Uh, it's changed my life. For real? Yeah, I'm telling you, gluten, they might be onto something. They might be onto something with this no gluten. And there's a lot of great alternatives. Hmm. Because... Ever since having children, my situation has been all messed up. Just like... Do you do, you do a daily probiotic? N- no, I do an occasional probiotic. I mean, that has completely changed the game for me. If y'all knew about my BMs, you would be so jealous. <laughs> I mean, they are regular, they are smooth. They are textbook perfection, honestly. Are they the kind that like leave you cleaner than you were before? <laughs> I mean, I'm a big fan. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry, that was just uh, a little indigestion, but that's not normal. I don't normally have it. <laughs> Tim Kalpakis, first time member on the show. How are your BMs? Oh, boy. I don't know if I can compete with Jackie's. Mine are just average down the middle BMs. I'm proud of them, but I, I can't put them up there with like the best in the biz. <laughs> Is that what you're claiming, Jackie, that yours are the best in the biz? No complaints. I've had horrible stomach issues my whole life, and now it's going as good as it's ever been. I mean, I'm happy. And you attribute this to cutting out gluten and taking a probiotic? A hundred percent. Tim, what's your regimen? 
I'm the, the probiotic is a thing that just everybody tells me that it's imaginary. You know, I, I had it and I took it for a while. Nothing happened. And then also people say that it's a uh, hocus pocus. I've I heard- don't think they're hocus pocus. I don't. Maybe I don't know the difference between probiotic and macrobiotic because um, I was just listening to an audible book called Hippie Food. I don't know why. And they were talking about like a commune of hippies in Northern California that ate only brown rice for decades and decades. And I think that that was hocus pocus, but that was macrobiotic. It's possible that I don't know all my biotics. (laughs) Macrobiotics is like what Gwyneth Paltrow got going. Oh, goop. Mm, Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Some goop shit. So it's macro as in it's the it's the big picture biotics. It's not those little microbiotics. Exactly, exactly. You got a big picture. And then you gotta drill down into the specific biotics and then you can yes. get into the micro ones. So anytime I have taken not anytime, but in the last few years when a doctor has prescribed an antibiotic, they have said to me, You should also take a probiotic. Um, and even with, with, uh, my son, when he was taking an antibiotic, they recommended a probiotic. But then also, like Tim, I have heard it's hocus pocus too, but I do find, and then we'll move on from the poop topic, except <laughs> we won't really. I do find that if I take one, it, it does almost act like a very mild laxative. So. Oh, wow. I don't, I don't have that reaction, but they're not all created equal. Um, and the whole idea of it, it's just gut health is fascinating to me. Um, but the whole idea is like, if you take an antibiotic, they will kill all the, the, the biotics, even the mm. good ones. <laughs> and we need the good bacteria, um, in our body and especially in our gut. So the probiotic will keep the good ones and keep them flourishing and happy. And that means good shits. Oh, so pro is good. <laughs> I thought it was professional pro biotics. Pro is good. Yeah. Pro is yeah, good. That's what I, yeah. I thought it was biotics that are like getting paid professionally. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. And if you can't afford that big box of probiotics, you can get Ambiotics, which are like amateur student biotics. Yeah, they're just. It could out. go sideways, but um, <laughs> but they're usually supervised. They're usually yeah. supervised by a probiotic. Yeah, I only so ever you're in good hands. It's great for them. I only ever get my hair cut by amateur biotics. Um, Tony, hi, hello, welcome to the show. Would you care to share about your poop? Uh, I, I, what's going on with your shits, Tony? Would, what's I, going I, on? I think, uh, you know, I'm very similar to Tim, I think, by the sounds of it. And, you know, Tim and I have talked countless hours together about yes. this. And, and we've compared, very, uh, you know, we've shared a toilet. Yeah, <laughs> yes. It's, uh, yeah, I, I think pretty standard. I got, I got nothing too exciting to add here. Tim, are you standing up? I am full on Silicon Valley tech bro standing desk. (laughs) Working desk, honey. Because this is where, you know, whether it's podcasts or it's TV pitches or it's friend zooms, I can't be falling asleep. I got to be on my toes. And I got a treadmill going here, too, that you can't see. I'm I'm sprinting. Are you wearing rollerblades, too? Yes, yes, yes. One one foot is rollerblade. The other one is roller skate. And I'm going two different directions. Did um, you build your own standing desk? It is a pile of shoe boxes, Adidas and Reebok. Uh, so yeah, I, I constructed it. I'm like a craftsman. Do you guys remember the period of time, which might still extend into now, when everyone was sitting on exercise balls instead of chairs? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that to me seems a little bit like hocus pocus because I bought one and I was near the end of my pregnancy. It was like the only thing that was comfortable. And I don't think it was doing dick for my core. 
it feels to me that when I see people sitting on those yoga balls, I just associate it with like, ooh, fun office. We get we're kind of kooky here. <laughs> like, I don't know if it does anything, but like, I like looking at it. I like thinking like, hey, look at this. We don't have chairs here. Like an office that maybe has like a good and plenty machine, but you don't even have to put quarters in. Yeah. Good and plenty is the most fun uh, candy. (laughs) (laughs) You know, in my mind, I was thinking Mike and Ike's, but my mouth said good and plenty. Because you got to admit, no, wait. Oh, good and fruity. Those are the Mike and Ike's of the good and plenty family. Those are good. I like those. Good and plenty's are licorice, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. All right, that brings us to <laughs> one of my one of our signature segments, the flagship segment that definitely was created years after I started the show and I never remember the name, but it's still the breakout. It's called Yes Please or Oh Please, where we talk about something it's something so controversial you could get canceled over this segment. Tony, let's hear the song. Is it yes please? Now, I had something prepared for this segment, but I'm going to jettison that, hold it for another day, black licorice. So what we're not looking for is a mealy mouth diplomatic, like, I like it sometimes, you know, it's okay, I'm not going to kick it out of bed. (sighs) We're looking for like... This is your hot take. This is your talk radio hot take. A yes, please, or an oh, please. Who wants to go first? Jackie. I'm going to go ahead and say I feel the same way about black licorice that I feel about this country's current administration, and that is oh, please, get the fuck out, never return, and never get near me. Wow. Smoking hot. Yeah, that's right. I said it. That's right. I said it. When is the last time you had black licorice? I can't even recall because I avoid it like the goddamn plague. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I accidentally ate a jelly belly. I mean, I don't go near the stuff. Okay. Keep it away, hon. Tim? I am also going to go, oh, please. No, no, no. But for different reasons. (laughs) Which is, I think I do like the taste of it. I'm, I'm okay with the taste being present, but I'm just confused. I've actually ranted to friends about this before. Like, what makes that taste? Because there are so many different things. Like, sometimes you taste coriander and someone's like, you know, that's what they make black licorice from. Other times you have star anise in a, in a recipe and a chef is like, you know, that's black licorice and, and fennel and maybe a hundred other little things that they, give you that same flavor and i don't think the earth needs to give us that many options Mm. for such a mediocre flavor no a thank you no please it's actually mr chef over here with all these herbs and shit yeah i'm a foodie i should have uh introduced myself (laughs) as a big foodie oh are you familiar with marie porter the the goth um chef who makes partridge berries and also makes alligator meat pie which is made with actual alligator meat which i find disturbing and i know there's it's culturally problematic that i find it disturbing <laughs> i'm disturbed by that too i uh I, i'm also weirded out by the with the partridge berry because you got to if it's a cross between a blueberry no sorry did I say it's a cross? I meant to say it. T- my understanding is it tastes like a cross oh. between. Oh, tastes. Sorry, like a- I misspoke, well, you guys. Either way, I'm good with just the blueberry because uh, why? Why bitter it up with a little cranberry taste? That cranberries you need a bunch of sugar to even eat them. Stick I with feel the blueberry. Like, right, it's the a bl- superfood. 
the blueberry probably enhance, like makes the cranberry more tolerable, but the cranberry brings the blueberry down. Yeah. It's not a fair relationship. Mm-mm. If I were to have cranberry and blueberry as guests on this show, oh boy, that would be a hot get. Work out. (laughs) (laughs) All right, please have me on that episode. (laughs) (laughs) There's no one else I'd rather have on the episode. Tony, you Uh, got two O polizes. No, you don't. You have three. Oh my Uh, god. Oh yeah, that's my boy. That's my boy. Just uh, no, no interest whatsoever. It's not. I'm not only kicking it out of bed. It's not even getting in my fucking house. Damn. And I don't even wow. own a That's house. I have said. an apartment. That's what he said. <laughs> You're not going to buy a house specifically nope. for black licorice and fund black licorice. No. Not a chance. Okay. I hope you guys What's are sitting, take? sitting down, with the exception of Tim. I give black licorice a resounding yes, please. <laughs> not only do I... <laughs> you guys need... To watch the video on Patreon because Jackie is doing high kicks right now. And everyone looks astounded. (laughs) Not only would I not kick it out of bed, I would invite it into bed. I enjoy the flavor. I don't love the fact that if you're eating a handful of jelly beans, as so many of us often are, I don't, I feel like it should, you shouldn't just be like, oh, Pineapple. Oh, cherry. Oh, black licorice. Like it's a little bit. It's and then everything tastes like black licorice afterwards. I realize I'm undercutting my point. It's a little bit of a it just eats up all the oxygen. You know, it's like I'm here and now everything's going to taste like me. So I feel like it should. It should be segregated, but (laughs) I do like it. I like it in licorice, which I haven't had in years, and I like it as a jelly bean. The end. Yes, please. <laughs> well, Damn. I guess we know who we're giving all ours to. <laughs> yeah. Um, to Tim's point, I have heard is An- anise or anise, and also fennel. Anus? I haven't or anus. <laughs> oh my god, you guys! Uh, Daniel, my husband, the other night said Uranus, and I was like, I don't. I think it's actually the correct way to pronounce it is Uranus, right? Yeah, I've and never then, heard Uranus. I mean, that's obviously the 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 um less butt centric way to say it. But I <laughs> so then I did a little bit of research, and by that I just mean some googling on my phone. I think that perhaps the official way of saying it changed at a certain point. From is that right, Jackie? When I was in, I want to say middle school, maybe high school, uh, we were at the planetarium and Corey Holmes, yeah, I'm naming him. Mm. Corey Holmes asked a question. He goes, where can I find Uranus? And the whole <laughs> planetarium died laughing. And the guy who ran it was like, it's pronounced Uranus, which is even funnier. Um, and he made Corey Holmes do a book report on the planet uh, as punishment. Uh, which he did find because it was very funny. So they, I believe at some point they did try it. It was like they tried to make it happen, but nobody was on board with it. And so I feel like it maybe went back to Uranus, but they tried it for a little while. Yes, there was so, a period of time where that was correct. Yes. Well, then, but then Uranus, if you're censoring it to Uranus, you just added, now it's urine. Mm-hmm. That's not that much Yes, better. that's what I'm saying. It's even more funny. Yeah. Have I discussed before... I live on Uranus right next to Poopus. (laughs) (laughs) 
So now there's a trend in child rearing to call everything by its actual name. And there's all, all sorts of reasons why. Um, but I grew up in a time where every, there was euphemisms for everything. And uh, we call, well, despite what I just said, in my house, like if my kid goes to the bathroom, we don't say like, oh, do you have to, you know, make urine? <laughs> like we call it pee pee. So forget what I said. That being said, in growing up, my parents called it pissy. What? Hmm. Isn't that so insane? I because never heard it. Me neither. What, were you guys pee pee households? Um, pee. Yeah, I think pee. just pee. Jackie? Same. Pee. Yeah. Oh, maybe, maybe Do you think all people who grew up saying pee don't like licorice? Because so far, so <laughs> far the research is showing that that might be the truth. So what if far, I'm that's like, what we have. What if I'm like ugly duckling and I need to go out there? Like the reason that I feel maybe that I don't fit in is because I got to find my fellow pissy brethren. <laughs> pissy brethren who like licorice and like just my peeps. They're out Your there. Your pissy peeps. My pissies. <laughs> Anyway, it's just ridiculous because piss is like a vulgar way of saying pee. That was so, a bad word in my house. I got I was not allowed to say piss. Right. So just adding the y on the end of it, it's like taking a vulgar term and just making it cutesy. Anyway, anyway, moving on. So much to talk about. Tim, you are a member of the very funny band The Sloppy Boys and you have toured with Tony Oh, yeah. um, with Don't Stop or We'll Die. That's why you guys have shared a toilet and talked for countless hours. You're also in the sketch group, The Birthday Boys, mm-hmm. and you also uh, are a, 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 a much decorated and awarded Hollywood writer oh, between two ferns. Does it count as decorated guy? if they're only nominations? Do, uh, do I get decorated with... I accepted the nomination as a decoration, you get sure. decorated with disappointment. <laughs> yeah. With how close you got. Um. <laughs> You have a new album out. Sloppy Boys have a new album yes. out called Paradiso. That's right. And I understand from our own Jackie J that there's a lot of wieners that are out. Where, <laughs> where, in what manifestation would I find these wieners? Right out front. They are not hiding. They're on the, on the cover of the album. It's a beautiful painting by this artist, um, Seth Armstrong, who paints like Los Angeles landscapes and also nudes. So we needed a, a painting of us in the Garden of Eden naked. So this was like the guy that does both of those things. And uh, he painted us. We didn't give him any nude references. He just kind of <laughs> like did a little wilding out on his own and guessed about our penises. But uh, we, loved the, <laughs> we loved the results. And uh, what you see on the album cover is the first draft. We gave no notes. <laughs> it's pretty but fantastic. Yeah, so if, you, if, you, if you Google uh, the Sloppy Boys Paradiso, you'll, you'll get an eyeful. I need to look at this. So you're happy. You've been with warned, the, everybody. You're happy with the package that he decided you have. I'm happy with it uh, for art's sake. Uh, it's uh, you know, it's not the package that oh, you would are. want to be associated with. But mm. what I like is he gave kind of the same one to all three of us, and uh, yes, and, and I like that. I like that unity that uh, he's just like this band looks like this when they're naked. These are three. <laughs> Growers, not showers, I would say. <laughs> yes. And of the three, you have definitely the most. Wait, is that you? Yes. You I'm have the most down, pubic yeah. hair. Yes, but also I'm in the foreground, so it's hard to tell whether mm. that is <laughs> just closer to the lens. But um, he's pro- probably right. I mean, it's quarantine. I'm not, you know, 
I'm not on top of that. <laughs> He's probably up to date on, on the amount of hair there. Yeah, grooming is for non-quarantine times. Exactly. Uh, Jackie, what's new with you? I mean, honestly, nothing. I'm still in <laughs> Delaware. I'm still here. Did you get a? About I feel like back. I saw that you got attacked by a crab. I did get attacked by a crab. Wait, I mean, that's no, that's giving that's giving a little liberty. There was a crab on the. I go to the beach a lot. Okay, hang um, on though, because we have something that we play when it's Jackie Johnson news. Tony Thaxton. We love it. <laughs> uh, I mean, this isn't that. I go to the beach a lot, you know, I live the beach life and, uh, you never know what kind of sand or beach critters are going to be coming out. And the other day I was sitting on the beach and I just, all of a sudden there is a crab, um, standing there looking at me and he had two little beady eyes and he won. He's one of those ones that walks (laughs) sideways. Oh, and, and I couldn't handle it. I just needed him to get away from me. I know it was his beach and I was technically an intruder on his property, but he needed to go. And I just had to let him know that it's time for him to go and please don't get near me. Um, and he listened. He listened. He did Good. scurry away. But if he would have gotten any closer to me, we would have had a problem. <laughs> How did you we let him know? We would have had a problem. I, I yelled at him. I, 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 there was a recording. It's on my TikTok, but I was just like, you need to go. You're upsetting me. Please leave. I don't like your eyes. I don't like your your claws. You need to go. He did and have just weird, kept... like, tall eyes. He looked like almost yes. a, a fake cartoon crab with, like, he these did. big eyes staring you down. Yes. I'm telling you, there are critters. I'm telling you. I walked outside the other night to take Chuchi Potty, my dog, and uh, there was a deer standing there. There are bunnies. There are raccoons. I am in the friggin' country out here. You know, there are critters galore. I only recently learned that snails... Wait, do you guys know where snails' eyes are? No. They're buttholes. <laughs> Tony, do you know? Uranus. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Two, no, that's where they go pissy. Um, they have antenna. And their eyes are on, like, the ends of their antenna. Oh, yeah. Mm. I feel like I saw that on cartoons. Yeah. (laughs) I only just learned this. Yeah. As Uh, soon as you said it, yeah, I did the same thing. Like, I pictured, like, drawings of them that way, but I didn't mm -hmm. know for sure that was really the case. Someone, it was Chelsea Pretty, posted a photo of a woman holding what is a, I think it's called a giant African snail. And it's, like, a snail the size of the palm of your hand. And the way the photo is, it almost looks like it has a face like a rabbit. It's weirdly cute, but I think it's, it's like it's, it's face is like kind of bent in a way that makes it look anthropomorphic. It's not, yeah, Google giant African snail. I'm going to find you the snails I saw in Puerto Rico okay. in the rainforest. They were so gigantic. Can we it was all really, really scary? Can we all pull up pictures of our favorite snails? Yes, does every, yes, please. <laughs> I keep mine in a special folder called fave snail i have mine all printed out and framed (laughs) god y'all are better than me i have to sit here and find them (laughs) jackie i don't think we really (laughs) i know tim i have a tim i have a very very specific question for you yes uh in the song college night on the new album which i don't know if you did you write do you guys all write lyrics we all write lyrics and we all kind of work together on some songs and we write other ones solo. That one I wrote. Yes. Okay. So I, I can be the authority. I got excited when Harvey Mudd got a shout out. I did not mm-hmm. go to Harvey Mudd. I went to Pomona College, 
but Harvey Mudd is in the the Claremont Consortium. So I was, what is he, how does this consortium work? Because I've been, I've driven around there and I've seen it, but like, are they not the same school? It's just a bunch of schools that are close to each other, so they consort. In all the years I've done this podcast, I don't know that I've ever been able to share my consortium knowledge, oh. which was hard won. So let <laughs> me allow me to share. Uh, so there's five colleges and they're all they are like a butt. They they're right next to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all separate, but you can take classes at any of the campuses and you can eat at any of the campuses. And then there's a lot of five college parties. Um, so Pomona, which is the one I went to, is the biggest. And Pomona is kind of known for sticking to themselves a little bit. Uh, Harvey Mudd is an engineering school. And um, so I would say that Pomona is, well, at least in my time, a little bit less uh, like involved in the consortium than some of the others. But but it's for some people who go to one of the colleges, like it's really cool because they really like their social life and their classes and all that is is more than just their college. I feel like I didn't really take advantage mm-hmm. of the consortium aspect. Oh, my gosh. So we're looking at a snail. <laughs> Oh. And it's cute. That's a pretty you see cute how snail. big it is, though, compared to yeah. my nail. Yeah. I mean, it's a big old snail. Yeah, it's like a silver dollar size snail. It was a silver dollar size snail. That's, that's like an all. escargot. That's like a main course snail that would fill you up. Definitely. I didn't that's mean to belittle the main snail. course snail. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not offended. He's not going to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I don't know where they have. I don't even know if they have ears. If they, who knows, let's guess where snails' ears would be if they had them. <laughs> They're holding oh. them somewhere else. Um, I yes. feel like, honestly, I feel like their ears are where you'd think their ears were. So, like, on their face-ish, well, is it their face? I don't know. Do they have a face? It's maybe a foot, actually. Guys, I just, it, like, I'm not reading this. I just know this off the top of my head. Like all gastropods, sure. a land <laughs> snail has a head with two or four sensory tentacles. The snail uses its tentacles to smell. Hmm. Uh, so their nose is in their tent. Where does it hear, though? Uh, sorry, yeah, I, I didn't finish uh, saying all my thoughts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, s- some snails also night. have eyes on their tentacles, and snails do not have ears of any kind. Hmm. You, you can talk all the shit you want around a snail. That's how I learned all that. Wow. Um, So anyway, Tim, yeah, what made you uh, name check Harvey Mudd? I name checked Harvey Mudd because it was the end of a line and I needed a rhyme for Gonzaga. (laughs) (laughs) And when I got to the end of the line, I said, Gonzaga, Harvey Mudd, not a very good rhyme even. And that was the extent of my, my research. I just pulled the name out of nowhere. And my whole experience with Harvey Mudd is, well, again, I get these colleges confused, but is that the one where David Foster Wallace taught there? I he believe. taught at Pomona. Pomona. Yeah. I, so when, the only time I've been there is when I was being a weirdo and being really morbid, morbid and I went out there to see the house where he hung himself, which oh. is a strange thing to do. But I, I do, like, I've like, creeped around the bungalow where John Belushi died. It's like a thing you do in LA, you know? There's a lot of dark I've driven stuff. by the OJ house a few times. I've done that. I mm-hmm. I was embarrassed because uh, me and Jessica were like in front of, not the OJ house, but the the one where the murder happened. And we were like, Ron. we drove by slowly. But we were in my like silly novelty car, which is a convertible T-Bird and calls a lot of attention to itself. And we felt like, 
the biggest shitheads to be like <laughs> creeping around a murder scene, but then also in like a really loud looking <laughs> looking car. <laughs> and you can just tell those neighbors absolutely hate it. And if you slow down, they know what's going on. Yeah, I had the same thing happen, except I was I was driving the Wiener Mobile though. But uh, <laughs> uh, no, but no, I was. That's I was, so cool that you bought that car. Yeah, I yeah. It, I don't like talking about it much, but um, it's hard to parallel park. But yeah. it, it runs but it's worth, worth it, it for the yeah. joke. Yeah, uh, but no, my parents were visiting and wanted to see that, and we had like the exact same experience of of driving very slowly, trying to figure out which one it was, and then freaking out the lady that was outside. And then she literally came up to the car to ask what we were doing. Oh, boy. Yeah. You'd think that she would know since it must happen all the time. Well, I think that there's some confusion around it because Mm -hmm. I think I forget which one it was, if it was the murder house. I think it was. And I think that's no longer there currently. Oh, really? Yeah. And so I think that was where some confusion came in there. And so I think this Mm. is a common problem that happens. Even that would make them even more likely to know, like when people are snooping around and they're confused, it's like the same. I, one time I was in uh, Martha's Vineyard and I wanted to go to the Chappaquiddick bridge to see where the um, Ted Kennedy car accident happened. Another creepy, weird thing that I I did. (laughs) And that locals, I was like uh, walking around there and and like a local New England fisherman was like, careful on that bridge, bad things happen over there. (laughs) Which was the perfect response. But but I think if you're creeping around any sad location, they know what's going on. That accent, I think, is the identical one Tom Hanks used in uh, Captain Phillips. Yes, yes, yes. I think he based that role on this fisherman that I see. <laughs> Which, by the way, I've only seen like five minutes of that movie, but I took note. I said, that's the exact accent that the fisherman from Tim's story has. Tim, what happened to you? Um, to make you dark make and weird? twisted. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I like to like stand in a spot and be like, wow, this is where it really happened. I like creeping around. Recently, me and my wife went and looked at Beyonce and Jay-Z's house and we crept around and went, oh, that's a nice house. Um, It's like uh, it's one of the advantages of living in L.A. is there's a lot of that stuff around here. Mm. Yes. I I will not argue that it's not weird. I, I think it's weird. I feel like the Beyonce and Jay-Z thing, that's that's more like just a star tour, just looking at a big house, though. But I'm talking about the crime scene stuff. And by the way, I don't really think it's weird. And I don't really mean what happened to you. Although, if you want to answer, I'm curious. <laughs> um, you know, there's there's a whole cottage industry. It's more than a cottage industry. What's the step up from cottage? There's like mansion. a whole there's a whole mansion industry <laughs> around true crime. So a lot of people are interested in it. I'm into it. Um, I, I've kind of always been a little bit into it. I'm not, not, um, I don't like read all the books, but I'll watch all the documentaries that come to Netflix. But, um, I live in Los Feliz and in within walking distance, I've got a Manson house, the Los Feliz murder house and the Soudan house where supposedly the Black Dahlia murder happened. Mm. So maybe that's where it started is just being like, Hey, let's see what's going on in my neighborhood. And then it was all murders. And then I, that became like a fun activity for. <laughs> For me to are do. are you a big David Foster Wallace fan? No, I mean I've like uh, I, I I've read only the short stories, not even Infinite Jest. So I'm a total wimp. Well, I've been on page four hundred of Infinite Jest for like twenty years now, <laughs> yeah. and I, I I suspect if I were to read it, I would have to start over. Uh, 
to finish it, I would have to start over. But I was thinking about something I think about a lot, which is how I'm throwing my life away just scrolling between Twitter, Instagram, and Gmail like over and over and over and over and over and over. And I actually got yeah. up the other morning and I was sitting there compulsively doing it. And I was thinking, I don't have the energy to do this today. And yet it's like, like an animal that has a little job that is not really important. Like I still felt like, but I'm compelled to do it. Um, and I was just thinking about sort of the gamification of these apps with collecting likes and collecting faves and, and how, who, you know, they have really created something has really been created now that is so engrossing and yet also meaningless that like we'll, and I'm talking about myself, ignore our loved ones and not be able to pay attention to an actual human being talking to us because we like are compelled to keep refreshing. And I feel like, isn't that sort of what Infinite Jest was about? Like, wasn't that what the Infinite Jest was? Like an entertainment that's so entertaining? Yeah, that you can't stop watching it for the rest of your life. So yeah, we did get there. And I feel like I'm the same way. And I'll try to um, like save it for as a little treat, like not, not check Instagram all day and then be like, hey, let's see if I got any likes now. And then, but it is sad when you realize like when you're hitting that app, your thumb is like hitting a button that it's going to just like give you, <laughs> you just giving yourself love and attention being like, mm-hmm. Hey, maybe if I click on this thing, I'll find out that people like me. That's, that's the big swindle. They don't like me. They hate me. <laughs> what am I yeah. clicking on that for? Or they don't know you. They don't know me. They, they got their own thing not, going on. Not the real you. No, you got to listen to this uh, podcast to get the real deets on me. That's right. Tony, you know, the real Tim. Uh, Sure. I guess. Yeah, we're road dogs. Yeah. Jackie, you know the real Tim. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would like to think. Okay, good. <laughs> Let's have a quiz that I've, j- I've just come up with this oh, right shit. now. Okay. Now, given that this is completely spontaneous, we did not have time to ask Trap Dog to come up with a song to introduce the Who Knows Tim Kalpakis better quiz. So we're just going to use a little something that we've been saving for a rainy day, unless I'm forgetting and we already played it. Let's hear it, Tony. We have played it, but it's still good. It's still always good. Mm-hmm. I don't have any issues with an anus ride. Perfect. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Question number one. Jackie and Tony, what is Tim Kalpakis's greatest regret? Jackie, you go first. <laughs> Oh, oh you guys, you gotta know. Come on. <laughs> oh man, that's dark. Um, I'll give you guys some time to think. Ooh. I wish you offered multiple choice. I'm gonna go with. Okay. He knows what I'm talking about. Ninth grade Christmas Eve. Oh, oh my god. Now Tim, you got to be poker faced cuz cuz we still have to hear Tony's question. Um poker face or just make just cover your make a, a mask with your hands. <laughs> Tony, tone zone, what do you uh, think? I mean, I have to assume he's uh regretting buying that T-bird instead of a Wienermobile. Ooh, good. <laughs> okay, Tim. What who who is closer? This one goes to Tony. Okay. Um, yeah. Ninth grade Christmas Eve was delightful. Um, I think I got a, a PlayStation or something, so I'm happy with that. And and uh, it is stupid to buy a T-Bird. It's already, I, I ran it in the ground, and I'm going to have to buy a normal car that actually works. <laughs> How does your wife feel about the car? 
She uh, likes to ride around it with me every once in a while as like a novelty. But if we're just going someplace normal, it's always her car. Okay. Question number two. What is your good friend Tim's birthday? And we will accept whoever gets closer to it. Damn it. Oh. I know his wife's birthday is in October. I'm sorry. That doesn't count. I feel like... (laughs) I think it's happened already this year. Because I do feel like I remember hearing about it. I want to (laughs) say... Tim just... Tim just... Ducked out of face. frame. This is how I play God, poker. When is his birthday? I'm gonna, man. I'm gonna go with. Uh, it's in. It's in May. Is that is that acceptable enough, or do I have to? No, pick we're a gonna date? need it. You gotta All pick right. a date. I'm gonna. I'll go May fifteenth. All right, May fifth. Oh, the Ides of May. Okay, Jackie. Okay, let's see. I'm gonna go. Let's go September. Mm. September twelfth, baby. September twelfth. Okay, <laughs> Tim. Who's closer? Tony, my birthday is April 30th. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. That's really close. That Jack- is very good. I think I'm, I feel like I uh, made a big deal out of it this year, and it probably went all the way until May 15th. So uh, that must have been what I was thinking impressive. of. Jack, yeah. you, get, you, get, you get some <laughs> side points because Jessica's birthday is October 1st. And my birthday Jackie, is September 6th. You were probably thinking you're kind of like combining the two of us. Exactly. Yeah. Jackie, I'm giving you half a point. Or should we give Jackie a whole point to keep things interesting? Jackie, you got a point. Listen, I want to be fair. All right, then you got half a point. But just know, if this was a how well do you know Jess Jarden quiz, I would probably (laughs) get a really high score. (laughs) Okay. Question number three. How does he sign off emails? We're looking for like a cheers, a best, a thanks, a warmly, a dash name, any of those. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with. Go ahead. Capital T I M. Oh, so the whole thing is in caps. No, just the capital T, oh, and you then just, an I am. Okay, I am clean and Got simple, it, baby. Yeah. I'm gonna go a step further than that. I'm gonna go with he doesn't even sign them. Mm. Tim. Well, you're both off, but Jackie wins because I do a dash T. Oh, I had a feeling that was it. I really did. So it's like signing my name, but but just a little casual. I'm a man on the go, but I'm not (laughs) so much on the go that I don't write anything. (laughs) Mm, Jackie and Tony, how did you guys sign off? It depends who I'm writing, I feel like. If it's like somebody I'm close with, then I just won't sign it but if it's like more of a professional email i just have like a auto thing that just is my name and info kind of thing i feel like i always sign i think i used to yeah i find that i'm employing a lot of xos oh i'm not i don't fuck with that i am too because it's in it's in my name though so (laughs) whenever (laughs) you can't help it (laughs) whenever i write to a woman that I know semi-professionally, but also kind of casually. No, let me, that doesn't make sense. When I write to a woman that I know professionally, but like we're on a friendly level, I always want to start at like, hey lady or hey girl, even though I'm not a hey lady or hey girl kind of person at all, but I feel like it just sounds right. 
And then I don't know whether to capitalize the L. I don't know whether to write it G-U-R-L. Oftentimes I'll write it and then take it out because I'm like, it doesn't feel right. And then I think like, is it weirdly, is this weirdly sexist? I Like I get really hung up. Jackie, are you a hey lady or a hey girl? I don't like hey lady. I don't know why. Um, But I'm no, lady, I mean, sometimes I'm usually like, hey, honey. Oh, that's good. Yeah. You know, but okay. that's me. That's my, that's my mood. <laughs> mm. All right. We've got J- Tony with two, Jackie with one and a half. Uh, it's, it's really anyone's game. Okay. Number four. This one's kind of personal. You don't, you don't have any kids, do you? Does Tim want kids? Yeah, man, of course. Have you seen his wife? Babe City. <laughs> uh I'm gonna I'm gonna go no. Nothing nothing against Jess. I'm just that's just what I'm uh, you know. Right. No like you agree she's Babe City, population mm-hmm. Jess. <laughs> but Babe City, but hands off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tim. Um I'll, I'll give it to Jackie. I feel like I feel like I'd be robbing the world of a beautiful uh, J- Jesse Jr. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh my God, Tony. Jackie has pulled into the lead. Damn. Mm. And this is not with her bullshit uh, uh, pity point, right? No, it is. Oh, it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> her so, pity so I'm. I'm. I told y'all I don't need that. <laughs> well, if if we aren't counting the 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 that half a point, then you guys are tied. Here comes the tiebreaker. Question five. What is Tim's favorite color? Ooh. I'm going with red like that T-bird, baby. Mm, Good one. Uh, Total, for some reason, just blue immediately came to mind. I'm going blue. Tony, it's blue. Hey, now. It is blue. Oh, By man, mile. that's the that's such a like staple guy answer. Is but any guy's favorite color not blue? I'm ashamed of it. It's like when I Jessica makes fun of me because it's like if I buy a shirt, it's always blue, and then if I buy a non-blue shirt, I'm like, hey, check it out, I got this red, red <laughs> shirt. <laughs> I think that red, you got to be kind of bold. I have some red, you know, like I'll wear a Hawaiian shirt on Friday when it's casual Friday, and you know, then I'll get a little wild and wear some red, but. It's hard to break out of the blue trap if you're a, a boring guy. I like red. Tony, what's your favorite color? Red. I'm going. Mm. Red is. Look at you. Cool, man. And yet we're looking at the Thaxton abode, and the only red is a little bit of red on your T-shirt, but your shirt's black. Yeah. I, I used to say black, but that feels like such a boring answer. I think if I'm really picking, no, like, that's such a like emo kid answer, mm-hmm. and you are an emo. Well, because I, I mean, I usually do wear black. I would say, but if I, if I'm not wearing, if I like, I have a red jacket, I have a red car. And you have I, red pants, don't you? Yeah, I ripped them though. It's a real sad I'm day. Sorry, are yeah. you going to try to repair them? I don't know. Uh, we'll see. I would like to because they're hard to find. Please um, keep us. Keep us informed, Tony. Get those fixed. You got to fix them up. Wait, speaking of wearing black, uh, yeah, Tony, I feel like that's like a musician thing a lot of times, like wearing black jeans and a black T-shirt. But also, have you guys noticed when you're on a TV set or a film shoot, the whole crew is always wearing entirely black? And do you, you, I don't know if that's like a a crew thing, like they have to do that. Or do you think if a PA showed up on the set wearing a wacky 
Hawaiian shirt. Do you think they'd be chided by the AD? She'd be starring the sh- starring in the show. Like yeah, and the camera would always be turning over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, that's a thing, right? Because I remember talking to a producer or person who referred to it as like I had on my production blacks or something. I do think you are well, supposed to kind of like blend in do. a little the- more. Yeah, in theater, the crew wears black because, like, sometimes you have to, like, run on and off a stage and you don't want to, you know, take notice or whatever. It's sort of like the crew look. Well, I appreciate yeah. that. On All the sets that I'm on are super low budge and no one's getting paid well. So I like the idea that they took that time to wear the appropriate crew blacks to get whatever shitty rate they were getting on my show. <laughs> Listen, you guys. I want to tell you about Skylight Frame. It's a photo frame you can email photos to anytime from anywhere. It's really cool. We so Daniel and I actually bought Skylight Frames for um for the grandmas for either Christmas or Mother's Day. I can never remember a couple of years ago. And uh and now they've come on as a these are unrelated things. They've come on as a sponsor, but when they came on, I'm like, I'm very, very familiar with this frame. Uh it's great. You can email photos to it. Uh, and so you can like give it to them preloaded um, the, or they can just add their own photos. Uh, it sets up effortlessly in under 60 seconds. Just plug in and then you can use the touch screen. You can swipe the touch screen sort of like you would with a tablet. Um, use the touch screen to connect with your wireless network and enjoy sending photos to Skylight is effortless. Um, Skylight Frame has a gorgeous 10-inch touch screen. You can swipe through photos with your finger and even tap to thank the person who sent you the photo. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. If you don't love your Skylight, they'll offer you a full refund. Now, as a special offer, you can get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com and enter code Allison. That's right. To get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame, just go to skylightframe.com and enter code Allison. That's skylightframe, S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com, promo code Allison. Again, that's skylightframe.com, promo code Allison. I have a question for you guys. It's kind of an inside baseball-y kind of question for um, everyone who has a podcast or Tim, I feel like you are qualified to answer as well. Um, so I have been trying to up my YouTube game. I don't even exactly know why, but it feels like trying to like get hip to a whole new young people world. Uh, and I don't know how the algorithm works and I don't know how all these things work and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, but I, you know, if you're a subscriber of someone's channel, when you go to the channel, you can, the creator can set it so they see something different than someone who's not a subscriber. And oh, I was, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that either. Yes. I was thinking, I wish that podcasts had that kind of feature because the whole spiel that I do every show and I stumble th- for some reason, even though I've been saying it forever, I stumble through it every time, like rate, review, download. That actually came out. Is that what it is? No, click, re- it's rate, review, download. Those are the three things, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, every other time, but now I like stumble through it and I'm like, wait, am I telling, is that the right verb? Um, but anyway, I was thinking, you know, and I explain what Patreon is and also I'm on Cameo and blah, blah, blah. And I used to mention my book, but I don't mention that much anymore. But I was thinking that I wish if it was someone listening to your show for the very first time, there was like a special thing you could enable where they would hear all that stuff. But maybe like people who always listen don't have to hear that. Um, that being said, hello to the people who regularly listen. You will have to hear it. Uh, and then I was thinking about how when I record 
like, am I envisioning a new listener or am I envisioning the old listeners? And like my, you know, I used to work with Adam Carolla and I think that he usually was always in, he's great for a new listener because a new listener is like, oh my God, I haven't listened in a really long time, but he was great for a new listener for a while. But someone who has heard the show a lot, it's like, okay, well, it's, I've heard all these stories before. Um, And, and I'm sort of somewhere in between, like when you guys record your own, when you do your creative stuff, are you thinking, are you uh, pitching, are you imagining someone who is unfamiliar or who is familiar with your stuff? Hmm. Jack, I'll go first. I'm a lady. (laughs) You know, I've actually had the same thought and the same concern. And I feel myself always catering to the regulars. Um, But that is actually to our detriment because then anyone who comes in isn't going to know what's going on and they feel left out. So that's why I think it is important for all shows to have a like set intro and a set outro. Mm -hmm. Um, And it is also very important to promote and tell everybody those things every time. As long as you keep them concise and you keep them kind of uniform, I think they're effective and also quick and they're not going to annoy anybody. Um, So that's my advice on that. I also do not do it myself. I always am like, I should be saying every episode, go on iTunes, write me a review, you know, I, here's my merch line, whatever, but I don't. So if I start to do it, you start to do it and we can make a pact. I bought that book uh, by Meredith Feynman, Brag Better. <gasps> you did. It's right here. That, that's the exact book I bought. I bought it on Kindle and uh-huh. I have not gotten very far in it yet. But just when I do, you guys get ready for my career to take off. <laughs> it's a really fascinating book. You should have her on. She's yeah. incredible. She's incredible. This book is is life-changing for women especially, but anybody who has a hard time self-promoting, I literally cried when I read this book because I realized how much it has held me back in my life that I haven't been able to talk about my work. Right. I feel like there's people who would be like, Allison, she's good at self-promoting. In fact, many years ago, I met, I went to do a show um, and I met a fan. She was a fan of the other people there, but she was like aware of me. And she was like, you're really good at promotion. And it did not feel like a compliment. Well, she should read this book. <laughs> <laughs> the, oh, but sorry. So I feel like there's people who would say I'm good at that just because I tweet a lot, but I feel like I'm actually not. And when it comes to like writing a bio or anything like that, I always hate, I hate writing that stuff. Like I can't think about myself in that way. So I need this book. Uh, Tony, what about you? Uh, well, my show is very different because it's – and I mine is what Jackie said that you should do is I have a recorded intro and outro that's, that's on every episode. And then, you know, my I'm not like – I'm telling a story every week really. So it's it's not it, – each episode is kind of just its own thing. Standalone. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're no help. Tim, what you're about welcome. you? Um, <laughs> with both birthday – actually, answer however you want. Well, I think, yeah, with any, I don't have a, a show show, but anything that I make, I'm always playing to the new people and relishing the thought that one day the Tim army will be so big that I can just play to them. But you got to be like shooting for new people until you're at that point. But once you're really huge, it seems cool to have, it doesn't feel like the huge shows are. Like, I don't listen to Joe Rogan because I think like, oh, I, I think I have to know a lot about vitamins to listen to Joe Rogan. I feel, I, <laughs> I feel like he has his whole, whole thing already. 
And like, and then when you, it sounds kind of any show like that, when, when they, when they're playing to their crowd, it sounds like a little packed that everybody's already a part of. And I'd love to do that, but I don't think I have enough people on the, on the train yet. I think it has to be, I think it's like, you got to thread the needle carefully though, because if it's too much just playing, like, I imagine you guys have listened to podcasts where you're like, what the fuck are they talking about? Like, it's going it, to, this is impenetrable. People seem into it, but to me, it's impenetrable. And I feel like that is too insular. Like, there's just the right way where it's like still in, it seems accessible enough that like eventually you'll get it. Eventually you'll gain that vitamin knowledge and supplement yeah, I mean, info. <laughs> it's hard. It just depends. Like, I've been listening to Howard Stern essentially my entire life. And his whole show is its own little world. Mm -hmm. And someone will come in and they'll be like, oh, you know, Jason's from the back. And you're like, who the hell is that? You know, um, but but eventually you learn and you figure it out if you keep sticking with it. And that's kind of part of the whole lore of the show. Mm -hmm. um, I just try to really keep things understood because a lot of times like us, like we're talking about being on set, you know, that to a lot of people, they probably don't know what the hell we're talking about. So I try to just define things. Oh, so a set is like when you're filming a TV show, a set is like where you do that. Right. I mean, that was, yeah, bad example. <laughs> but, well, you know, like sometimes when you're talking like right now, if, like, but it you might be unrelatable. In Los Feliz, you were talking about living in Los Feliz and you were like, these things are in Los Feliz. Like if you hadn't yeah. said that and you would have just grazed over it, people would be like, what the hell is Los Feliz? But you that's know what the I mean? very like, thing that I should, I feel like of all the topics that people are tired of hearing about on podcasts, do you Los think Feliz. that neighborhoods of Los Angeles and streets <laughs> is probably the number one thing? I should, I should edit that out. When I talk, I'll just say, I live in a neighborhood somewhere. They don't want to hear about Los Feliz. Hey, Los Feliz is great. Oh, thanks. I like it. This is the hyper-local content that people like. In the same I mean, way that... Go ahead. I think they do. No, I just think they do. I, I, I know listeners of Nash Butte, my podcast, that is a beauty podcast. See how I did that? I let mm -hmm. people know if they didn't Seamless. know. Seamless. They have said to me, like, I learned about LA through listening to all the podcasts that I listen to. Like, I feel like I know names of streets. I feel like I know references to restaurants and things just because they, they listen to us kind of talk about it and then it, they pick it up. I think it is. Yeah. If it's, if it's, Especially people that live in LA, like when you listen, I think it, it is more appealing because I, I've definitely learned about restaurants or something that I didn't know about and then hear somebody talk about it on a podcast and I'm like, oh, I want to try that. And then I go try it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's not. That's how meals work. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you oh. seem so calm and relaxed about it. You know, it's just part of part of who I am. You know, Tony, you're kind of like, you're serving me happiness. Are you doing good? He is. You doing better? Doing all right. <laughs> I answered doing for you. Right. Yeah, baby. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, baby. Thanks, okay. A-Dog. <laughs> Tony been... has started calling me A-Dog. <laughs> I love it. Like a good... Co are you a uh, pilot. Co-pilot. Are you... I was going to say like a good... Like, are you, you're not really my employee. Like, that seems weird. Like a good producer. Are you? No. Am I a good producer? I, no, I, are you? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> I mean, I work for you. I think that's right. acceptable to say. So like a good person who works for me, he did make sure that I was okay with him calling me ADOC. <laughs> I, it was not sincere in any way, but I said it just to be stupid. And then I, 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 for some reason, am really enjoying calling you that. And Yeah, no, it's great. <laughs> now the drop we call Dropbox the D-Box. And then I've been calling him T-Thax or T-Dog. So we've got our whole, we got our own 
thing. Yeah. Um, it's just all anyway. Tim and I do that too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> J Dog. So, yeah, I call him T T Cal. That's our thing. <laughs> well, you know, this, it's not this, the same. But. Don't bring that into this P cast, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyway, this T Dog is doing better. Tony share. I shared last week. I know, but, but ja- I know, but Jackie doesn't know. She Spoiler does. Lord, I didn't listen to last week's yeah. show. But I, I've as talked- you shouldn't, Jackie. Knows, but everyone else uh, should. Jackie knows a little bit. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm, okay. yeah, I've started seeing someone, and it's been it's been going very well. So, do I know the person? No. Okay, because I had an idea for you if you weren't still seeing somebody. <laughs> oh, mm. Ooh. honey, we love a setup. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're... so let me know if it goes to the crapper. I'm <laughs> I don't want it to go to the crapper. I don't want it to go to the crapper. Good for you. I can tell though. You got a glimmer in your eye. Well, uh, yeah, it's it's good. It's going. It's I'm I'm feeling much better these days. And uh, does it's good. she have central air? Yeah. There you go, honey. She owns a Do house. You not. <gasps> oh, baby. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know that's that's what happened to me. I upgraded too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guess who owns a house too? Yeah. <laughs> Honey, we 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 move on and we move up. Yes. That's yeah. It's all part of the plan. In the real estate in L.A. Oh, let's talk about it. That's what everybody in North Dakota wants to hear. <laughs> T Cal, did you know that T Dog was? seen someone <laughs> no but i i noticed he's he's the glow about him so yeah, now it, you it, really it makes you sense. really are giving me a vibe well and also uh you know i got i got the two two friends that i actually like you know oh. see outside of the show uh well in a in a normal world you wish yeah so <laughs> <laughs> you wish there wasn't a pandemic happening yeah take that <laughs> What I'm hearing is that just your general normal vibe is grumpy. No, I just, you know, listen, I know (laughs) what it's like to go through what Tony went through. And we were kind of buddies going through that. Mm -hmm. And he was always great and and upbeat. But I just, I can tell there's a little glimmer and I'm happy that that that's happening. That's all. Thank you. Me too. Me three. (laughs) You're happy that you're happy? Yeah. I am. (laughs) Fair. I think that's perfectly fair. It's my preferred way of feeling. Yeah, I have to agree with that one. I honestly can't believe Tim is still standing. I'm getting tired. (laughs) (laughs) How how do these tech guys do this all day? Now, what happens? Is there some sort of like way you can convert to to just normal sit down desk if you need to? No. I would have oh, to no. disassemble a bunch of Reebok boxes, but um, I'm standing because I I was I had a bad chair and my back started to hurt, and then I, as soon as I started standing, it cured me. So I think I'll stand for the for the rest of my life at my desk, but it is exhausting. To, to I was about to say, what do you do when you get tired? Lay down, go to sleep, yeah, face down. Fair. I'll just That's take fair. lots of naps throughout the day. I'm either standing or I'm not conscious. Listen. If you guys would like to see Tony's glow, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is Patreon for the glow. And I, it was an unintentional rhyme. Let's do some uh, Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? All right. 
Jennifer Tokaji says, I know this isn't everyone, so I'm not sure it qualifies as a just me or everyone, but I do want to know if I'm the only overly weight-obsessed person in the world that weighs myself every day and writes down the date and weight in a journal. Hashtag I have issues. Hashtag I can't stop. Um, I, that is sort of like uh, in, in Marvelous Miss Maisel. She, I was literally about to say, I know one person that does that, Midge Maisel. Midge Maisel. How do you feel about Midge Maisel? As a character? As a, as a stand-up comedian in her world. I don't know, man. Best you know. of all time. Funniest <laughs> you know, stand-up. I, I just, Realistic. I've never seen a stand-up just riff a full set with perfect <laughs> jokes. Exactly. Everything timed out and each one hits. I've never seen that in my career. Um, but good for her. You know, I like the show. I've enjoyed the whole show. <laughs> Me too. It just always like, I, I just can't get past the fact that she just like gets up there and just chats about her day and the people eat it up. Yeah. Well, like I said, it, she's she's like, I don't have any material tonight. I'm just going to go off the cup and then goes up there and does a perfect performance. Like, <laughs> I haven't seen that. But you know what? She's More. a perfectionist. <laughs> right. And she also like measures multiple parts of her body every day yes. and then writes them down in a little book. Yes. Um, yes. So I have gone through phases where I'm kind of in one now where I weigh myself multiple times a day. I don't think anyone thinks that you should, but I do do that. And then I actually also am tracking in an app right now, but I, I don't actually write it down. So that's the only difference between me and you, Jennifer. Yeah, I, I've never, I think if I've like been on some sort of, uh, you know, dieting Diet. plan or something, I, I probably weigh myself fairly regularly but i don't think i've ever written it down or anything like that no. when have you been on a dieting plan was it when your manager put you on a, a program <laughs> uh yeah that would have been then and then i you know that's real I, your manager put you on a program well, all the whole band <laughs> you had a fat uh, band yeah kind of <laughs> <laughs> yeah kind of i think it's, it's a good hook for gas a band. bills were getting too high <laughs> But I'll, down the bus, man. <laughs> but uh, you know, and I think doesn't everybody kind of do that before you get married too? I feel sure. like. Oh yeah. yeah. Wait, were you guys insulted when this guy put you guys all on a diet? Wait, did he put you on a diet or did he get you a trainer's? What happened? Yeah, there was a there was a trainer. It, I don't know. I I I forgot I ever even shared that story. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, it was such a like came and went moment pretty fast. It That's didn't it didn't stick or anything. Tour. Yeah, so like the whole the whole fun thing about tour is like the 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 drinking and the yeah, that's hard. Yeah, and also you know as a drummer, like it's a pretty physical thing, and then to try and like go do a workout with a trainer and then play a full like hour long show every night, like no, I think I literally I mean, did honestly, get to a point where I just was like, I'm not gonna do this. I find it refreshing that uh, an all-male pop-punk band had to do it because, you know, that's all women. They are yeah. like, hey, you know, you got to look like this and do this. And, you know, it's actually kind of nice to hear that it happens to men. And also, like, cardio is very important in the pop-punk band, you know, world. Like, you got to do, all, like you said, very physical drumming, jumping around. I think it's great. Get that cardio in, you know? Yeah. It's just, it's just hard to do that while on the road. Yes. You know, I think it's easier to do that at home, build up for the tour. But once you're out there, it's hard to. I know people do it, but I think it's hard. Interesting. Um, T. Cal? I not only do I not write down my weight, 
I am only aware of my weight once a year when my doctor says it out loud at my annual physical. <laughs> I flat out, because I'm a person, I like fluctuate like you wouldn't, I mean, like month to month. It could be like 10 or 15 pounds. And I think if I consciously rode that wave, I think I would drive myself crazy. So it's really just like in January, I'm like, Hey, doing pretty good. Or, Hey, not doing pretty good. (laughs) 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 And it's, uh, and it's like, maybe during the next 12 months, I'll try to lose those 10, (laughs) 10 pounds. But no, I can't, I can't have that knowledge in my head all the time. I like to eat too much. It's my favorite hobby. Um, Mark Nagel says, you know, you're up early when you refresh your mailbox and your daily newsletters and promotional emails haven't hit your inbox yet. Just me or everyone. I don't think I've ever, cause some, so many of them arrive in the middle of the night. I don't think I've ever, uh, been awake at a time that's before they're in my inbox. I think and I have I'm up noticed like every it. hour. I've noticed it before. I didn't Not realize how many, uh, how badly i need to unsubscribe from so many things <laughs> because yeah they start rolling in i think yeah i, I found a lot of them start rolling in around like 9 a.m or something like that i've Interesting. noticed yeah they I must be doing that based on some market research right that like 9 a.m is when people are most likely to be like clicking and reading because i that's weird if you have like an office job that's a nine to five in the normal world nine o'clock is when you really can't click you're just you're clocking in and you're getting down to work yeah, you're yeah. getting that copier going. You're pouring the coffee in the break room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. You're sticking that little um, electrical heat coil in your hot cocoa. Do you know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about? Did, what happened to those? I guess microwaves came around. Bring them back. I like the look of those. I've never seen one in real life. but No, me neither. Um, okay. Lane Moore says, now... Full disclosure, this was not tweeted to just me or everyone. A thing has been, I mean, this was not tweeted to ARIYMBF. A thing has been happening where when listeners see other people tweet things that should be a just me or everyone, they send them to me. And I like that a lot. So Lane Moore, unaware this is a just me or everyone, said, did anyone else grow up thinking pop stars are always way older than you? Then you became an adult and still thought pop stars are way older than you. And one day realized, oh, wait, I am older than this pop star. That's so weird. Or is it just me? Yeah, definitely had. Also, I remember I used to love this is a just me or everyone. I used to love looking at at yearbooks from classes that were older than I was. Like when I was little, I loved looking at the past yearbooks. Um, so I just loved yearbooks. Uh, but anyway, I remember looking at a yearbook and thinking like the, the seniors still look way older, even though I'm getting older. And then now like they all look like children. I think it's crazy how young, if, if you go to a, a high school or even a college now and they just, they look like babies. It's so weird that they were people you were intimidated by, but with yeah. the pop stars, absolutely. I think maybe. Maybe one of my most Googled things is so-and-so age. Like Same. I, I'm always being like, Same. Bruce Springsteen made that album when he was 23? I'm 37. When am I going to make an album like that? <laughs> that <laughs> I, I, I'm fascinated by it. And I do think, especially in something like music or comedy, so much of it happens so young for the best people mm-hmm. that it, uh, it's a fun thing to get enraged by. But- I always like when there are roundups in magazines that are like, don't worry, it's not too late. You know, so-and-so made their first whatever at, 
then it's at like 35. You start passing those ages. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, know. Yes, I, the, the, the big age rites of passage were there was a show. What was it where you had to be, you were like thir- 13 was the age limit. It was a game show. I feel like Gene Rayburn hosted it and it was like the no whammies show. This shows how old I am. Um, it was in black and white and people rode their horses to the studio. I don't know what it's called, <laughs> but, um, when I was like, Oh, I'm too old for this show. And then I remember when I was t- now I'm too old to be on the real world. And then it's like, Oh, I'm old enough to be president. Those are, those are the big ones. I can't think of old enough else. to rent a car without uh, extra paperwork. That yes. was a big one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not even just pop stars for me. It's literally any person of note. I still, <laughs> still to this day think everyone is older than me. And that and is also, so not the case. No. Here's a hot tip for Tim. You don't even have to type age in. Just type the person. And it'll show you their age. I don't want to do any scrolling, though. I want it to be right up top. I can't, <laughs> yeah, okay, I can't I hear be, that. You're you just, man. It should just be inserted into the URL. Yeah. I'll just, <laughs> yes. I just go www.howoldisjamesgandolfini.com. <laughs> Which, by the way, was one. That's one that just messed me up because... Like everybody, I was rewatching Sopranos over the quarantine, and then I googled James Gandolfini's age when he shot the pilot. Guess what it was? Thirty-seven. Thirty. Tony. Forty-five. I, I someone literally was talking to me about this the other day. Isn't the first episode like him celebrating his fortieth birthday? The character's forty. James Gandolfini himself thirty-six. Jesus. And <laughs> I was. I'm. I've since turned turned thirty-seven, but I was thirty-six when I looked that up. And I was like, this is not even, I'm used to looking at pop stars and being like, oh, they're younger than me. But like a guy who's like, hey, I'm getting old. (laughs) (laughs) What am I going to do? I'm so old. Hey, listen, I'll tell y'all this. I recently discovered that Dana Carvey, who Tim knows because he was on the birthday boys. Best friend, yes. (laughs) Was 35 when he played Garth Algar in Wayne's World. Wow. So you know what? My big role is right around the corner. It's coming up. You're Garth Algar. And I can't wait. (laughs) I'm going to be the sidekick in a big movie, and it's coming. So get ready for that, everybody. Jackie, are you, are you 35? Yes. And I'm. it's coming so soon. When is the election? It's in like three months, right? Four months? It, Four we months. Just, it just happened that it was 100 days. Four months, yeah. and my birthday is in November, and all I keep thinking is, oh, my God, I'm going to be 36. But it's fine. That just sounds like a baby to me. <laughs> um, all right. Chalet says, my hands always feel grimier after using hand sanitizer. Just me or everyone. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not a big sanitizer fan. I'm not either. If I can avoid it. Hate it. Me too. And I also don't, I would prefer just the like alcohol smell to the like tropical scent that sometimes, you know, the the scented ones that always smell pretty gross. Um, That being said, yesterday, a few days ago, it was a day where I was like, there was so much hand wash. I know that we're all doing a ton of hand washing, but there was like even an extra level of hand washing because every time I changed one of my kids' diapers, it was like, well, this, there's no way I can pretend I don't need to wash my hands from this, which is, I just revealed that I don't always wash my hands after changing the diapers. But sometimes <laughs> you really don't touch anything. Um, and I don't know. There's so much. And the next day, my hand was itchy and... uh like my skin is totally having a reaction. How is your? How are your hands handling all the washing? 
I mean, my hands have aged a lot. I'm all chappy too. I'm bad. I feel like your hands look, you guys both have hands that look good, but I appreciate this close up of your knuckle. <laughs> look at this old lady. <laughs> so dry. You know, similar to probiotics, um, if you use hand sanitizer, it kills the good bacteria as well. Mm. So it can really throw off the pH balance. It can really throw off the um, microbiome of your skin. It's like so, douche for your skin. Do not use it too much. Like, obviously, now we are on the go, and if you touch something, you have to use it. But when you can, when there is a sink and soap, that is the preferred way of washing your hands, and you should prioritize that if you can. Um, that's my advice. I had, I've had a couple people on Natch Butte um, that, have, that have talked about that, even way before COVID. So that's my advice. I hardly ever use hand sanitizer unless I'm out in about on the go, and there are no sinks. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I want to ask you a question, Jackie, that I should just ask off air, but I'm going to ask you on air anyway. I told you about this YouTuber that... Uh, hot and flashy. Yes. I love her beauty, so much. Beauty videos for women in their hot and flashy years, which I'm not in yet. <laughs> just I'm not either. Less- <laughs> but, but she knows how to put makeup on a face, and yeah. I've bought several of her product recommendations, honestly. She also has this really, like, I feel like many a YouTuber has this sort of frenetic energy, but she's, like, calm and soothing. She's, she's great. really awesome. Did I have you- not messaged her to come on that's Nashville yet. Yeah, yeah I, I've, I'm set for guests. Uh, you know, we've got a bunch in the can, and uh, but she is on my list to message. I don't know if she's going to come on. I would love her to, but she might be too busy. Who knows? I don't, yeah, I don't know if she does. I don't know if she does podcast or not yeah i have you know what i'm not going to go into the the uh into the weeds of my whole booking situation either but there's i nope moving on (laughs) um i had melissa gilbert on the show this week which was delightful she was delightful everyone go check that out um follow me on twitter and instagram at allison rosen and if you like what you're hearing click no fuck download (laughs) rate subscribe leave a leave a nice review or a shitty review. I don't really care, but I like the nice ones better. Five stars. Listen to my other podcast, Childish. Um, I'm on Cameo, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. But Tony, what am I leaving? What am I leaving out? I I don't I think, think like you're I leaving have. out anything. I mean the, this uh this YouTube that you were uh, frazzled by earlier, I don't know if that's maybe oh, yeah, what you're so thinking it's of. Spelled like Y O U. Oh, you mean <laughs> You mean... <laughs> well, I meant what you have said you've been doing on YouTube. Well, subscribe to my channel, youtube.com slash Allison Rosen. Um, right now, all of our... So we record... We put out full video episodes of Childish. So go look at those. But I am going to put up the Melissa Gilbert one, and I'm going to start doing Allison Rosen's Your New Best Friend one. So go subscribe, because you don't want to be left behind, and you will be. We're on the move. It's like a scavenger hunt. I don't have the energy to make these jokes anymore. They're not even funny. And I'm just making half jokes. I'm going to move on. <laughs> Tim, it was so nice having you on the show. Thank you for having me. What a blast. I'm going to make you come back. I'm back. And when it, when uh, I got these other guests who are my old buddies, come on. This is like a one big happy family. Yeah, it's like we're just hanging out in Los Feliz, you know? <laughs> oh, some you just lost seed cafe. Oh, no, they just dropped off. <laughs> we're hanging out um, right by Little Dom's and the Ye Rustic Inn. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> cut that, please cut that. <laughs> Let's go to the coffee bean where Angeline's always hanging out. <laughs> Angeline. Oh, She's no. always at that coffee Local bean icon. on Hillhurst. Always. <laughs> Constantly. Um, Tim, where a plug whatever you'd like everyone to go check out. Obviously, they should go get Paradiso. Yes, the, the the Sloppy Boys are streaming on whatever streamer you use. We got the, the Spotify and the Apple and all of them. And uh, Paradiso is the new album, but we put out three albums in three years, so they're really all new. You know, just mm-hmm. dive in. Go to YouTube, watch the YouTube videos, follow me on Twitter. I'm on three. the internet. And what's, what are you on Twitter? What's your name? At Tim Kilpagas. Uh Three albums in three years. Anyone you're, you're, whose age you're Googling, they haven't done that. That's I mean, special. Taylor, take a seat, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm beating them with uh, quantity, not quality. But if I put out the most albums of anyone, they can't top that. But that's a thing. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, says, like the, the Iron Man, the Cal Ripken Jr. of putting out albums. That's what I want to be. <laughs> yes. I know uh, all about Cal Ripken. I know about his record, the most we, games We played. don't have time for you to go on and on and on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just proud I know that now. I'm marrying a baseball family. I'm marrying into a baseball family. So You're I feel like marrying a lot Mr. about Matt, baseball. Big baseball? <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> Jackie. You can't fit through doors, but who cares? Do you have faith? So I have tried. So I know this is, this is very hacky and I, I'm not doing it as a bit. I've tried many times to get into sports and like it's not really taken. Do you have favorite baseball teams? How into it are you now? Oh, not into it. Okay. Because I no, know you're, I mean, con- you're converting to Judaism for this family, yes. but you're not converting to, to baseball. No, I sat through one the other day. A game. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I can, I can appreciate the athleticism, most definitely. <laughs> and you know what? The pants are not that, were not as tight as I would have liked. And I kept oh. commenting on that. I was like, this guy needs tighter pants. They've loosened up yeah, over the years. They used to be That's tight. That's my one critique. Yeah, they're all Why? they all wear baggy pants st- now. Stretch out. Yeah, I was on? not into that. I think they literally Why? just changed like the the style of them. I mean, the same thing kind of happened in basketball. I feel like guys used to wear like tight short shorts in basketball, and now they we need wear that to come back. Huge shorts. We need short shorts to return to baseball, basketball. But Why not baseball, baseball too? Yeah. <laughs> Give me something to look at. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Throw us a bone. Come on, if I have to sit through nine innings, give me some thigh. <laughs> and when they give the thigh, do you want them to always kind of turn to the camera and say, hey, a little something for the ladies? <laughs> you better believe it. You better believe it. <laughs> Even do a couple squats. Jackie, yes. thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, where might we? F- you didn't do your plugs yet, right? No. I'm losing no. my mind. Where might we find you? Well, you can find me in Delaware for the time being, but if you mean find me on the internet, I recently got a check mark on Twitter and Instagram. Congrats! Thank you. Tony, you're not the only one, hon. I still don't have one on um, Instagram, so you got oh, me beat now. Well, you know what? Text me, and I'll tell you how to get it. Hey, now. Um, but yeah, I'm a, let's see, Jackie Michelle Johnson on Instagram, Jackie underscore Michelle on Twitter. I'm on Cameo. I just did my 100th Cameo. Congrats. I had a great time on Cameo. It's so fun. My Patreon is ja- uh, patreon.com slash Jackie Johnson. Patreon. Yes, that's my boy right there. You know what? Tony's happy and he shows because he is on the game right now. He is on the game with the drops. 
We're having so much fun over at the Jackie J Patreon. Um, I just recorded a new episode of Kooky Southern Ant today, which is my podcast I do on Patreon exclusively. And it's all about uh, pledging a sorority in Texas in the 2000s. And I had the best time. I'm sound designing it right now. It is going to be super fun. So those are my plugs, honey. I'll see you on the internet. (laughs) <laughs> Tone Zone, T Dog. Uh, pretty much just my normal at Tony Thaxton on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, my podcast, Bizarre Albums. And then also, uh, Motion City Soundtrack released a new song. Uh, it's so great. check that out. Oh my that God, is, when? That is available now. Came out the same day as Paradiso. I, you know, went head to head. Yep. It's well, a big... no wonder I didn't get that news. You know, I'm a big fan. <laughs> well, he didn't have his penis on the cover, but yeah. it's, it's... <laughs> that's where we went wrong. So that maybe the re release, you know? <laughs> You guys, this was so much fun. Yes, Thank it was. You. It was so much fun. It was worth really missing fun. dinner. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Um, that was right. my fault. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison Rosen. Best friend.